The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by 3Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI-powered and UX-focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out 3Advance. They're incredible. Go to 3Advance.com. That's the number 3Advance.com. Empire. How about them e-cowboys? Each year, I meet with the rookie class shortly after the draft just to explain to them who we are. Hey, we're the video guys on campus. Um, if you need any help with X, Y, and Z, um, come over. And the first year I did it, the, the coaches who run the, the, the rookie camp were, were laughing when I walked out. I'm like, what did they say something? What did they do? And they said, that's the closest they paid to attention to anything all week. That's Jason Lake, founder of Complexity Gaming, where the star stands for eSports excellence. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. For a while there, it was looking like the NFL was going to have a very hard time competing with the coronavirus to get their training camps up and running. And for now, they are trying to give it a go. But as we have discussed on numerous recent episodes of this show, eSports has seized an opportunity to gain traction during the shutdowns. For Jason Lake, being connected to one of the biggest brands in traditional sports, it's made his star shine even brighter. Welcome in the founder and the CEO of Complexity Gaming, Jason Lake. They're also the sister esports team of the Dallas Cowboys. You'll notice the star on his chest. Hey, Jason, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks very much for having me. How are you doing? We're doing all right. You know, it's hard to have any conversation without asking how's life, how's everything in perspective. <laughs> you know, it's definitely been really <laughs> surreal, I guess you could say, right, for, for lots of people. I'm not used to being home this much. So, so it's kind of a double-edged sword. I'm going a little crazy, but I've seen my family more in the past two months than I've probably seen them in the past two years. <laughs> I've had four international trips canceled all around the world, you know, because of this. So I've been working here from my home office and uh, trying to adjust to that. But esports in general is has been full steam ahead yeah. um so we we really haven't slowed down it's just moved online so well, let's, uh, well. let's talk about that boom a little bit um sure obviously with sports shut down there's this surge in media rights can you kind of discuss from your perspective what is happening in the esports landscape amid the pandemic first let's start at the broader picture which is just video gaming and, and video gaming in general um has has been on an exponential growth pattern for quite some time now um but esports, which is a niche of the overall gaming segment, um, has also been growing exponentially. However, with this surreal situation we find ourselves in, um, with traditional sports offline and, and people kind of starve for content, and you know, and burning up Netflix and and and, and, and what's that show, The Tiger King or whatever, right? right? Yeah. Um, esports has really had a, a, a bizarre moment in the sun. Uh, there's been different racing broadcasts and, and different video games um, broadcast competitively on linear as well as on digital. Um, and we've seen record shattering audiences and, and viewership. Obviously, 
the the dollars that flow into media and sports rights and everything have taken notice and uh, have come to realize that esports is is really ubiquitous around the world with an estimated 600 million viewers before um, you know the pandemic and quarantine. Uh, so yeah, it's been a, it, you know you hate to capitalize on on, yeah. on tragedy, right? It's a difficult time for so many people. So I'm always kind of cautious and hesitant when I say this, but esports is booming and uh we've really been exposed to a massive new audience and uh, i think a lot of sponsors and advertisers have, have taken note does it feel like though it's a where have you been scenario for you because <laughs> like listen everybody's trying to find content and they're showing yeah. everything and everything and you know people keep talking about the ping pong matches that people are watching and the slap fighting that's you know, showing <laughs> right. that are but it, it's not as if esports didn't already have this big audience. It just was in a place that wasn't where traditional media was. So are you like, hey, welcome to the club? Is that how you guys kind of feel about uh, that? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we've been growing so quickly for especially the past five years. Um, it, it's not surprising. But to have an opportunity where traditional sports, you know, which is really one of our larger competitors for just digital entertainment and competitive entertainment, completely sidelined it's uh it's a, it's a very crazy time and and i do expect once you know our, our beloved nba and and nfl and and mlb get, get kicked off we'll we'll go back to kind of um similar ratings and similar numbers but i do think overall you know that our ecosystem has been changed forever because of this time because of this exposure because of tens of millions of people starred for content reaching out and being like hey this this is pretty cool like i'm they're watching nascar or formula one cars fly around and you look really carefully you're like wait a minute that's not those are uh, digital cars <laughs> those aren't yeah. the real thing and we saw race car drivers raging and, and uh having traditional sports moments while playing the video games yeah. so um yeah I, I think this is a, a a strange moment in the sun for us but we'll take it and, and i think that the just the cultural entertainment ecosystem around the world has been changed um, forever and, you know, for the better for, for the esports community. So let's talk about the watching and the playing at the same time. Is this opportunity to expand the base of people who are actually taking part in gaming? Yeah. Or yeah. is all of this a, Hey, check this out. This can be a viewing experience too. You don't have to be great at League yeah. of Legends or NBA 2K or whatever. Like right. you can be part of it too. Yeah, you're exactly right. I, th I think as people are are kind of cooped up and, and not able to, to do things um, that they normally would do, uh, millions and millions have turned to gaming or returned to gaming, right? I think a lot of people played games maybe when they were younger. The old Pac-Man turns 40 years old today, actually. Yeah. So happy birthday, Pac-Man. And then, you know, you grow up and, and, and you get a job and maybe you get a family and you got a house payment and you're busy with work, but now you're kind of trapped. and um, we've seen insane numbers of downloads. I think Call of Duty had 50 million players on their Warzone product in very short order. Um, so the overall gaming engagement um, is, is at historic highs, really. And esports, obviously, um, all, albeit a smaller segment than the global gaming market, you know, has been growing, like I said, exponentially for years. And to have this time when there's virtually no competition you know in the entertainment and competitive ecosystem it, yeah. it's been i keep using this word and it's not like a broken record but it's been pretty surreal and i do think as time moves on um like i said you know there will we'll, we'll correct 
back closer to our norm, which was already growing quickly. Uh, but this moment uh, for us has been has been something that you know we're grateful for on the business side. But obviously, it's a really tough situation for so many people. You you hate to get too excited about it. I want to talk about the industry lines, though, that are kind of blurred already. I mean, you work directly with the Dallas Cowboys, so there's a traditional mm -hmm. huge brand that is in traditional sports in this country. And you know, I found it interesting that, you know, the, the comments that Blake Snell made recently about playing for an amount of money with Major League Baseball, that was done on a Twitch site while he was gaming, right? So we're, you know, like that wasn't an interview set. That was yeah. a break in the middle of the game to address a fan's question that came through a chat on Twitch. Yeah, we're already kind of there, right? I mean, those it's oh yeah, been blurred, right? A hundred percent. This generation's chosen activity for for relaxation and just kicking back is is video gaming. You know, we're we're blessed to be able to work alongside the the Dallas Cowboys. It's our sister company. We're 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 very well integrated. It's taken a couple of years of hard work on both sides. But for example, we go to the their their training camp, set up a gaming trailer because the players have practice in the morning, an afternoon break, and practice in the evening. Um, and then usually they get a short break after the evening practice. So there's a lot of downtime and they traditionally do it in Oxnard, California. Um, they're kind of off on, on their own. There's not a whole lot to do. So they, they love coming in the gaming trailer and hanging out with our pro gamers and playing video games <clears throat> each year. I meet with the rookie class shortly after the draft just to explain to them who we are. Hey, we're the video guys on campus. Um, if you need any help with X, Y, and Z, um, come over. And the first year I did it, the, the coaches who run the, the, the rookie camp were, were laughing when I walked out. I'm like, what did I say something? What did I do? And they said, that's the closest they've paid to attention to anything all week. They're like, you talk about money, you talk about, you know, avoiding problems, talk about social media, they're falling asleep, they're checking their phones. You say the word video game, the whole yeah. room is at the edge of the seats and they're really excited. These pro, these pro um, players really love video games. I was just a, I guess uh, two weeks ago, I was over at Ezekiel Elliott's house with my tech um, admin, Andrew Meisner, and uh, we were setting up his whole gaming rig and making sure he could stream because he was doing a charity event to raise money for um, COVID relief. And uh, yeah, now he's streaming from time to time. So we set him up a Twitch channel. He just has the time of his life. You know, it's all pro multimillionaire running back, hanging out, streaming on Twitch, playing video games. This generation... Um, absolutely loves it and that does bring a smile to my face it cracks me up when when my sporting heroes are hitting us up and like hey uh can you help me with this stream you know Dalton Schultz the tight end of the Cowboys is always like uh yeah. you know hey my internet is is doing kind of bad can I go down to your headquarters and stream from there so he'll go to my office this is all you know the NFL um tight end and stream from from my office so uh yeah it, it, it's uh it's fun and I think it's a great escape for them you know in, in the past it's no secret athletes um, so from time to time get in trouble on their downtime. So I've always encouraged them like, hey, this is a healthy pastime. Hop on, play some video games between your workouts and uh, spend time with your friends over yeah. voice comms. And yeah, it, it's really fun being a part of the larger Dallas Cowboys family. It, it's such a classy organization. Um, everyone in my company feels incredibly you know, blessed to be a part of it. Can you talk about that relationship a little bit? Um, you know, obviously they're not in it just to give some downtime to their players and have them. Of course. Doing. There's a business behind this and their strategy behind it. Can you kind of talk about wh what that strategy is from the viewpoint of a traditional sports franchise that is trying to brand itself with gaming? 
Yeah, one thing um, that's really impressed me, uh, getting to know uh, the Jones family and, and the Goff family, who are our other owners, is despite the fact that they've had so much success um, and are in a lot of businesses, they're always looking for the next thing. They're always looking like, what's an intelligent play? How can we keep growing? How can we keep expanding our, our efforts in business? And esports is a digital sport that's perfect for the new digital world we live in. It's global. Um, it's aspirational where you don't have to be 6'5", 230 to be a pro player. Um, you know, you can you can be male, female, you know, any any race, any gender, as long as you can hold a controller or play on a keyboard, you've got a shot. And it's very aspirational. And, and like we were talking about earlier, if you study kind of I always say the old Gretzky phrase, don't skate to where the puck is, skate to where the puck's going. And video games are, are, are where the puck's going and, and, and have been going. So I think they saw in us an opportunity um, to get in still relatively early and, and to use the tremendous amount of expertise and infrastructure that they have um, to really get behind us and build, you know, a multi-generational billion dollar sports property. Uh, our, our, most of our gamers um, that live in Frisco live in luxury apartments about a mile from our headquarters that the company pays for. Breakfast and lunch each day, they eat at the Dallas Cowboys training table for free. Um, to make sure they're getting proper nutrition. There's a there's a gym on the property called Cowboys Fit that they get free memberships to um, so they can go get their exercise. And across the corner from our headquarters, which is called the GameStop Performance Center, um, is Baylor Scott & White Sports Therapy Hospital. So they get their physicals done there. They get preventative and reactive um, you know, medical care. So it's all encapsulated in this infrastructure that um, they already had in place. So we kind of fit in like a hand fits in a glove. And then we built out the GameStop Performance Center, which is the most high-tech gaming facility for training in the world. Our training rooms mimic what it's like to be on a big stage with flashing lights and crowd noises being pumped in. Um, we have all the best equipment from Herman Miller chairs um, and, and, and all the best gear we have, uh, you know, a cog lab, we call it, which is a cognition lab. It's a lab specially designed for training the mind and working on twitch reaction speed and, and, and really advanced training. Um, we partnered with that on what was previously called the Mamba sports Academy out of California. Uh, I, they're, they're changing their name, obviously after the tragic death of, uh, of Kobe Bryant. Um, but so we're always really on the cutting edge. We have a part of our headquarters that's called the decompression porch. Uh, it has real live plants in it, calming music. You can you can go in our nap pod, put on the headphones and, and circle this thing and, and take a nap while you're using um, different gear for recovery. Um, so yeah, we, I think when most people come through what we've built and the infrastructure that um, we've taken advantage of and the processes about which we go about our business, um, they're shocked. Even even some of the NFL players that come through, like we thought we'd walk into a room, there'd just be a bunch of computers, people playing video games. Yeah. Like, no, we run it very much like um, a digital version of a professional sports team. So obviously, when you're like, hey, this is how I want to run it. This is how I want to build it. You think like, who would I like to do it with? I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are at the top of that list, right? Known for class and success for, for a long time and the most valuable sports property um, on planet Earth. So I feel like the luckiest guy on planet Earth to be working with the Jones family and the Goff family. And uh, when people come and see the life that our gamers have and the, and the links that we go to 
to really give them a holistic experience from privacy and, and their accommodations to nutrition, to fitness, to medical care, to consideration of mental health, to always doing different studies with our partners um, about how to improve their well-being and their lifestyle and their performance. Um, people are pretty surprised and, and we're pretty we're pretty proud of it. Um, obviously, this this whole situation has been been difficult on everyone. We've been working remotely, but we're definitely biting at the bit to uh, get back into the GameStop Performance Center and get back to work. Are you hiring? I mean, that was hell of a sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I've you know I've explained it a few times, so I guess Brandon's yeah. made perfect. Um, yeah. We're not currently hiring, yeah, exactly. but I am proud to say we are also not furloughing or firing. That's good. Um, we've, we've been blessed to be able to keep everybody on. So. Uh, Jason Lake is the founder and CEO of Complexity Gaming. I don't normally get tribal about this, but I am a big Redskins fan, and it feels like right. a necessary thing to say at this moment. You know, we all have parts of our lives that we have to improve, and we'll let you go on that one. No, we have Giants fans that work for me, Rams fans. You know, everyone's passionate about their NFL team. But, you know, being around where we work, you know, it's qu very quickly the Cowboys um, become your second favorite team at, at the least if you grew up in a different part of the country. But yeah, we like uh, we have some internal fun bets when, uh, when the Cowboys play the Redskins or the Giants or the Rams because we have fans from all those teams. Jason, thanks so much for the time. Good luck getting through the pandemic. Thanks for sharing everything with us today. You too. Thanks so much. On the next Future Sport Podcast. The um, collectibles with an NBA Top Shot are kind of three-dimensional um, three digital tokens, but they have video and they have heroic photos from the game. And what you're owning is not LeBron, but LeBron's dunk where he put someone on an absolute poster. That's Katie Tedman, the Director of Partnerships at Dapper Labs, where blockchain meets a new market of collectors. That will do it for this show. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by 3Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI-powered and UX-focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out 3Advance. They're incredible. Go to 3Advance.com. That's the number 3Advance.com.